0: Welcome to the Classic Speeches podcast, presented by BYU Speeches, bringing you treasured talks from 70 years of BYU devotionals. Be sure to check out our other podcasts by searching BYU Speeches wherever you get your podcasts, or by visiting speeches.byu.edu slash podcasts.
1: I'm glad I didn't buy a new dress for this occasion. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can hardly believe that I stand before you today on this wonderful occasion. It's an honor to stand here with the Otleys, whom I have known for many years, and who have fed my soul with their beautiful music and made my life. Happier. I feel very overwhelmed and humble. My heart is filled with gratitude today. Sometimes I have to pinch myself to know if my life is really real. I don't know why I've had so many wonderful experiences, but I do know how grateful I am For each one. I know that where much is given, much is expected. And because of this, you probably have a right to expect me to give a very good talk. (laughs) That's very scary. I love the graduates. For what they've done. For their hard work and their commitment to excellence. I feel that sometimes I'd just like to lay the world at your feet if it were in my power to do so. But it is not within my power. It's only with my... The only power I have is to give you a little unasked for and unwelcome advice. LAUGHTER But giving advice is one of the few rewards of old age. (laughs) A few suggestions to the graduates. Number one, keep learning. There is no end. God is what he is, partly because he knows everything. And the beautiful thing about it is that one of the things I love the most about the gospel is that everything we learn, we can use and take with us and use again. Isn't that a wonderful concept. What a world we live in. Never has there been so much to read, just to keep up with world affairs. Never has there been so much to learn. Never has there been so much music to listen to, and we've heard some of that today. When I was in high school, there used to be a ward dance at the church every Thursday night. We walked to church, and when we turned the corner on 8th East, we could hear the music of the orchestra, and we broke into a run. So excited worried, we, to hear real, live music. It was just about the only music we heard during the rest of the week outside of two or three phonograph records which we played over and over and over. I got a little tired of listening to Tiptoe Through the Tulips. <laughs> Now I move from room to room in our home. And I can hear wonderful, beautiful music. Uplifting music from every corner. Oh, what a world. Remember that the seemingly insignificant things that we learn prepare us for the future. When I was a child... My parents had me take elocution lessons. And if you don't know what that is, you're lucky. <laughs> they were lessons in speaking. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> but I believe that largely because of those hated lessons, I can stand before you today and speak the thoughts of my heart without fainting Dead away. <laughs> you have probably found out what makes the difference between a good student and a great student. Just a little curiosity. I hope you have developed some real intellectual curiosity. If you have it, never you will never, never be bored. If you haven't got it, Cultivate it, and hold it fast. Never let it go. To the intellectually curious, the world will always be full of magic and full of wonder. You will be interesting to your friends, to your spouse, and a joy to your children. You will be alive to all wonderful possibilities of this world just keep learning now for another piece of advice Uh, but let me first tell you about my great grandmother Charlotte Hyder Evans Charlotte was 16 when her family made the long journey from England to Utah when they were 10 days out at sea she recorded in her diary and I quote The sea is calm and beautiful. The wind is in our favor. And although I long to see my friends in Cambridge, I console myself with the thought that I am going to Zion, the promised land. Oh, glorious thought. The weather was... Yeah, that's page. The weather was favorable, and we arrived safely with undue hardship. Before a year had passed, Charlotte was married to a young man who blew the bugle on their trek across the plains. To this union were born 12 children. The first arrived when she was just 18 years old, and she gave birth in a covered wagon with no one to attend her. That's a little different than we do it now. (laughs) This beautiful and gentle young mother faced all the rigors, the disappointments, and the sorrows of pioneer life. She lost two sons within a year. One was 12 years old and one was 14. I never think about that, that it doesn't just absolutely break my heart. She didn't complain when her husband was called to serve a mission in England and left her to provide money for him and for and, and a living for the children she didn't complain when he returned home after 13 months because of ill health and he died only a few weeks later leaving her alone at the young age of 43 When you get to be my age, that's young. (laughs) But Charlotte went along day after day, doing whatever needed to be done. She not only cared for her family, nurturing, teaching, guiding, and loving them, but was also active in charitable work. She gathered wheat for the Relief Society storage bins, She made burial clothes and nursed those who were sick. When the Manti Temple was built, she raised funds. When thread was needed, she actually tore up her skirt and gave the women large-wide strips of the material for sewing and mending. She made her small adobe home, a veritable palace with her beautiful handwork and flowers from her garden. When the call came for the saints to raise silkworms for the manufacture of silk in Utah, Charlotte was one of the first to plant 24 mulberry trees to feed the worms. And if you've ever walked under a mulberry tree, you know all about that. When the Relief Society was organized in her own ward she became a visiting teacher and she remained so for the rest of her life I thought about her a lot perhaps her contribution was not too, too dramatic or spectacular but Charlotte did whatever needed to be done when it needed to be done and she did it with a cheerful heart And so my advice to you is, just do what needs to be done. Brigham Young said, daily toil, however humble, is our daily duty. And by doing it well, we make it part of our daily worship. Charlotte knew that the time to plant the mulberry trees could be put off. The silkworms would not wait. She did, she did it when she was asked, and there was satisfaction in the task. Our beloved President Spencer W. Kimball has said, just do it. Progra- procrastination wears us out. I'm sure we've all had a little experience with that. Another suggestion from Charlotte, do it with a cheerful heart. If you have trouble being cheerful, start by counting your blessings. For a grateful heart is a cheerful heart. Say thank you out loud every time you have a chance. Thank your friends and your family members who helped you to get the education that you're getting today. Thank the clerk in the grocery store. Did you ever think of that? If you can't find someone to say thank you to for something, take a good look at your toothbrush and say <laughs> and say thank you for being you're a wonderful little gadget. <laughs> Never let a day go by without saying thank you to someone for something and especially to your Heavenly Father. After all, He is our source of good cheer. God loves a cheerful giver. Everybody does. God bless us all to keep the excitement of learning alive and do whatever we have to do with our whole heart and soul and do it cheerfully. In doing this, we will find the fountain of youth. To do less than this will leave us with an empty feeling. My dear friends, and I hope you're still my friends, (laughs) we're all in this together. We need each other. Oh, how we need each other. Those of us who are old certainly need those of you who are young. And hopefully, you who are young might in some way need some of us who are old. We need to lock arms and go forward. forward. You are truly wonderful. My congratulations to each of you who are graduating, and my love to each of you. May the Lord bless you. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, amen
0: you've been listening to the classic speeches podcast presented by byu speeches please check out our other podcasts including recent speeches updated weekly with new talks given on byu campus as well as other speeches compilations on love and marriage overcoming adversity by study and by faith come follow me the prophet joseph smith and jesus christ our savior and redeemer